0: yo 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 what's going on max and juan cast fam quick disclaimer with this video had technical difficulties due to our guests being on zoom me and max usually record on audacity i forgot to press record separate audio tracks for wayne and me and max on zoom so it ended up being one track All right. Uh, It doesn't sound horrible, but it's not the quality that we usually put out. So for part one of this NBA content, we'll be doing it with the Zoom audio. But part two, I figured it out. Uh, We'll have the same audacity with me and Max's mics. So it'll sound a lot better. But we appreciate you guys watching. Hope you guys enjoy. Peace. Peace. Yo, 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 what is going on, everybody? Welcome to the Max and Juan cast NBA Draft Edition. I got my co-host right here. Max, go ahead and introduce yourself.
1: I'm Max. I'm not happy with Juan right now. <laughs> I have to pretend like I'm good with him. The thumbnails have been offset, like off-putting for me. I don't even like to watch anymore. Well, we gotta take some more, bro. I mean, you know that's just either saying. use that one for the next year or give me a better picture, bro. I'm tired of doing that i'm (laughs) sure you use that as a fucking thumbnail yep (laughs) First 35 minutes 35 seconds of the podcast we have a guest we're ignoring him (laughs) i was gonna say there's a fucking fly in this goddamn room (laughs) (laughs) get out of here i'm flustered bro and it's just 25 seconds in let's go
0: go ahead and introduce him though bro where's the introduction
1: hey i got it i got it relax this is my good friend wayne going back to the college days used to hoop in our college team One of the best hoopers I've ever seen overseas. He played, and he's even a better Destiny player. He's more proud of
2: the (laughs) Destiny stuff. I guarantee it. Yeah, man. Uh, Thanks you guys for having me on. Uh, I'm decent at basketball. I ain't that good. I'm I'm actually retired now. Um, I'm getting old these days, so uh, I'm just happy to to stick with Destiny because actually that's something I'm much better at. (laughs) But uh, thank you guys for for having me on. I really do appreciate the opportunity. So. Most One, definitely, bro. No matter what he says, he's a Pacers fan. He's gonna lie to you. Oh, Pacers my God. <laughs> fan, uh... that is not true. I I grew up right outside of Chicago. So, during that One, time, when, when I was he little, said that, is what think Bulls. he grew up. When he said right outside
1: of Chicago, what do you think that means?
2: Mm, I don't know. That could mean a lot of different things. <laughs> what like... state did you grow up in, Wayne? I grew up in Gary, Indiana. <laughs> okay, like 30 minutes, 30 okay. minutes from Chicago <laughs> now. Indianapolis Pacers are in Indianapolis, which is two hours south of where I live. Don't nobody stay more we stayed bro. No man. Everybody How old was are you, Wayne? Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight.
0: Uh, you're not that old, so yeah. Jordan didn't catch you. That's what it is. Is just You didn't really grow up with Jordan.
2: No, no, I didn't really grow up with them. Uh, but everybody, you know, in that area was both fans because of Jordan. Um, so. Ninety, what? 95, 96 Yeah, um, like around those times. So I'm catching like the tail end, really. Right? Like as a kid. Um, but Max will never let me live it down that I lived in Indiana <laughs> and was not a Pacers fan. I love Reggie. I Rich, love Reggie Miller, but no, not a not a Pacers fan.
1: Wayne but- did grow up with the Jordan one, but he's more <laughs> of a pain in the ass than you
2: think. That's a personal joke. Oh, yes. We, we got another buddy named Jordan, and he he loves to get under our skin sometimes. He's, he's a funny guy.
0: But as you guys know, by clicking on this video, we're going to be talking about the NBA draft, man. Uh, I told these guys pre-podcast I was going to play more of the Ernie Johnson role. I'm going to be truthful. I haven't watched that many prospects. I've watched like the top 10 guys. Uh, I'm not like top 30 or top 100 like the NFL I go way deeper in the NFL prospects, but this is why we have Wayne on here because we all know I didn't do it. And we all know Max probably
1: didn't do it, but. <laughs> Dude, I, come on. You already hold me with the thumbnail. Can I give oh, you some respect my on my watching skills? Well, well, well,
0: let's get this over with it. Like how many prospects you watch Max? I'd
1: say 30. Uh, like, at least good. watch the first round in my opinion. I'm not trying to watch the second round. <laughs> I don't really care. You don't I'm go sorry. that deep. I I know Jokic and um, Isaiah Thomas were d- drafted in the second round, but that's two out of like three hundred. Yeah. Even though I will say, that's a, that's
2: a lot of good I guys that
1: draft in the second round. Bro. I was gonna say when I was a kid, I felt like if you draft in the second round, it's a death sentence. Now it's like no big deal. Yeah, yeah. I think the talent pool has just expanded in, in the last ten or fifteen years. Yeah,
0: but before yeah, we I get before we get more into it, man, go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. Smash it. Max, you haven't been saying smash the like button lately. Where's the energy at? You you want me to be changing your thumbnails, but you're not even bringing (laughs) the energy. Where's my co-host at? Go ahead and hit that like button for Max audience and go ahead and smash it like the Hulk. Smash it like the NBA draft and Cade Cunningham dunking the ball. Audio listeners, go ahead and smash that follow and subscribe button and five-star rate us, bro. Follow us on social media, Max underscore Juan all that good stuff. Now, I want to know more about Wayne because I don't know Wayne like Max. Wayne, Max was telling me that you like more of the high school, college, you know, scene. you, you, you really get interested into the NBA draft and all these prospects. Like what makes you get all into it like that?
2: Man, uh, to tell you the truth, I remember when I was back in high school. So I graduated high school in 2010. And um, I just remember, like from way to 2010, I would find myself, like in my computer classes, I would be, I would be the kid, um, me and my buddies, we'd be the kids that would just go online and look at people's rankings, like all day. Like, oh, this kid, you know, is, is rated this high and, uh, and whatnot, and I think that's kind of where it got started, like really trying to follow people that were like my age um, and kind of see where they went. And so um, I, I think one of the uh, guys that me and my, uh, you know, my buddy Jordan that Max was talking about a little bit ago, um, we, uh, he actually played against him in high school. His name was Perry Jones. I don't know if you ever uh, remember him. He used to play for OKC, yeah. but it's, it's interesting how you have these prospects like him. He's 6'10", you know, 220 probably plus. In high school, it was like to us, like watching LeBron play like back in the day. And I think that's what got us both involved with like really trying to um, get a hold and get an idea of prospects early and see what their growth looks like. And I think that's what I enjoy the most uh, because some of these guys like, you know, first pick of the draft, Kate Cunningham, like. Texas kid um me and Max you know met and know his brother his brother played at SMU um so his brother's probably 6'10 he was mm. a pretty good college player um and his brother just takes the same height and adds just a different level of guard mm-hmm. skill
0: um, and don't and leave out the I part where that. Max gets dropped off
1: <laughs> I, don't know. I did get mean dropped off. I wasn't there I wasn't I'm there probably saying it
2: back was, in the day <laughs>
1: It's a sixth one eighth grader, bro, and I'm like, "Fuck, is this? Who's this college guy dropping yeah. me off right now?" And he's like, "I'm in eighth grade." I'm like, "Oh my god, wait, like, I gotta yeah. hang him up right now." It's <laughs> funny one because Wayne's talking about his brother, right? His brother's like, when you watch him play, we was, we used to watch the SMU games a lot. His brother was mostly a big rebounding guy, but when he played in our open gym, it was like he had some, he had some, like a little handle to him, some shots, mm-hmm. and it was like, yeah. you don't really realize how good these guys are just because you see a guy playing the rebounding energy shot blocking role yeah right and like Wayne said Kate Cunningham just took it to a next level yeah
2: yeah
0: well I I mean you got to give up props to like the the websites like the ball is life I know they're like really big into uh the whole high school scene and you know all those prospects like that like that's where I really started getting into like the high school prospects with Lamelo ball and stuff like I really do feel like when the ball brothers came in they made high school basketball even bigger. Like before that, it was probably in, since what LeBron and Mello really like high touted, like high school players.
2: Yeah, no, I think that, um, I think that that's part of it. I, I think the, the social media era and the balls, like, era kind of coincided with one another and it kind of grew and expanded at the same time to where yeah. it's like you have. Videos now popping up on my YouTube. um If you're subscribed to was Life, you know this kid's like the number one ranked ninth grader. And this is mm. like, dang! Like when I was <laughs> when I was in you know in high school, like we didn't really think about it like that. Like we right. weren't really seeing the same thing. Like you see videos of like fifth graders, sixth graders now, and these kids are like are actually good. Like. Now, if, you know, if and when, you know, God bless me with children, I don't know if I want that much exposure on them that early. You know, I want mm. them to be able to kind of grow and, and do their own thing without all the distractions. But it is interesting to see how, you know, it, and I think it kind of affects the way the game is played too. Like there are kids now that are looking for those balls, like moments, it's like while they're out there playing, you know, right, or high school. And, I think it's kind of good and bad because it's good that, you know, they're getting that exposure so early now. Um, Whereas for like, and me during my time when I was in high school, like you wanted that exposure, like you had to like legitimately, like be good on the best teams, like really go out there and make a name for yourself. And so when you're seeing in high school, like videos, like Brandon Jennings, like Brandon Jennings, like high school highlights or John Wall's high school highlights, they were like legit crazy. Like right. millions of views because of what they were doing on the court, and now it's like you can see a high school kid and be like,
1: mm, "Like, is he really that good?" to Have a whole like Zion about dunking like... on a
2: bunch of white kids,
1: <laughs> right? Well, <laughs> just like that might be a little baby bit of a bad example. I mean, okay, be... <laughs> yeah, no, but I understand the logic. Yeah, yeah. It's like you see, you see, a dummy athletic yeah. kid who probably can't play dead, and he's yeah. dunking, and you're like, "Oh my god, this guy's the next mm-hmm. coming of I don't know." Like Ben Mclemore, I don't know why I out of him. He's <laughs> just one of my draft guys I still have hope for. I think one of happening. the good
0: things, one of the good things about being a prospect today though, is you're kind of prepared for the NBA like as you go because a lot of these guys are their own brand coming into the draft. It's right, not like the right. NBA is making like some of these guys have a huge following on social media and they're already like their own brand and every like they're set basically. And yeah, I think you see these guys like, in definitely NBA, like Zion. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You see these guys in interviews and it's like, damn, like <laughs> this dude's already talking like a professional at 17 years old or 18 years old. And it's like, yeah, mm-hmm. they've been having cameras and balls life and a whole bunch of exposure ever since they picked up a basketball, if they are good.
2: Right.
1: Right. Yeah. When do you and, think that started? Yeah. I was a question to both of you. Cause I want to say, I remember Michael Beasley who was the second pick in the 0908 mm-hmm. draft. Um, I remember there was reports that he, like, spray-painted the principal's car. He, <laughs> he did a lot of really dumb crap, and I feel like that era of prospects done. Like, like I can't really think of the last guy who got drafted high, who I was like, oh, that guy is an idiot. Like, he's going to be out of the league just because of how dumb he is. I'm not saying Michael Beasley's an idiot, but that's pretty childish uh, thing. I don't feel like we get those guys that much. hello Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> I <get> said <laughs> highly
1: drafted. Uh, right, right, right. I don't know. He,
2: he might, he might find his way into the league somehow. I mean, but, he
0: was uh, probably going to get know. drafted though, if he didn't, if he didn't uh, have that whole China thing.
2: There was, yeah, it yeah, was possible. He, if he would have just played, if he would just played his role, I think he's definitely a like late yeah. first round exactly. Kind of thing, because I, I don't think that he's a bad player. I just don't think he's the same player as his brothers. Yeah, like oh, he, yeah. He, he can close. definitely shoot the ball. I think coming out of high school, he was a better shooter out of all three. I just also didn't really think he had a solidified NBA position, and he wasn't the best defender either. But, you know, he might make a name for himself. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if he found his way on the team, Um, you know, especially these days.
0: But as Max will probably want to say right now, let's talk about guys who are actually good and uh who are relevant. <laughs> I, I, well, I know I you, wanted you wanted no, to, no, though. You wanted to, though, dude. That
1: was my guy. You know, Jello ball was, was my favorite was. ball brother. Come on, he should just play
0: football.
1: The real I'm football boy, yeah.
0: <laughs> but uh, speaking of football boy and number one uh, overall picks, because that's what we called uh anthony edwards coming out we call him football boy but uh kate cunningham uh probably the potential number one overall pick let's get into him bro and max had a good little storyline for us how does he rank up against some of the other number one prospects over the last like five years so just a little uh history lesson like anthony edwards zion deandre Ayton, markel fultz ben simmons those are some of the recent number one overall picks.
1: And we should talk about them as prospects, So there's no point to talk about a guy now, like how he exactly. is now. Exactly. out. coming out. out. Let's, I think we're all in agreement. Zion, class of his own. I don't think anyone else stacks up to him as a prospect yeah. out of that list. And Cade's not Zion. I don't think, no. I'm no, saying yeah. Zion's mm-hmm. number one, easily. We're in agreement? Yeah, yeah, not even close. Okay. I think two is where it gets a little funny. Because it's
0: hard to rank Edwards because he's it's only it's 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 not it was much. also a
1: it was a COVID year, yeah. no, it was kind of funky yeah. and the, it, he wasn't so okay. Let's go like this out of the remaining guys, who was the only one who was for sure going to go number one, or was there a guy? I think Ben, I Simmons. Think,
2: man, ben Simmons was definitely going number one because Ant- of, yeah, whatever. Anthony
1: Edwards, they were talking, it's not going to happen. Aiden, everyone was saying, take Luca. Yeah. And Markel Fultz, there was a huge Lonzo Ball Tatum thing. Yeah. Right. right. So okay, let's so we'll go Zion, Ben Simmons.
2: I, I, think, think, Kate I think Kate might Kate be after. Yeah, yeah I let's I'd say because I, I definitely think as a as a prospect coming out, um, um I, I don't think anyone will ever know the mystery of what happened to Markel Fultz after no, uh, he got because if you if you go back and you look at his highlights from high school. And at Washington, where he played college, he had no problems with shooting the ball. His jumper looked fine. He looked like a freak. Um, And I don't think it was wrong to take him number one. But I I don't know. I think that's one of the biggest NBA mysteries to me um, as to what happened to his his jumper after he got drafted. Um, I still think he's a great player. Um, I definitely think uh, him being in Orlando was helped him revitalize his game a little bit. But. You know, I just don't think we'll ever know really what happened unless, like, no. you're him or his family. Uh, it's either yeah, the Yips, was, like NCK, three. Yeah. It was the Yips. It was the short thoracic shoulder.
1: Bullshit, yeah. Thoracic bullshit, and, and yeah he got in a motorcycle car accident. Like, bro, it's gone. Mm-hmm. We have no idea. I think it's between Caden and uh, DeAndre Aiden because mm-hmm. Aiden was a really good prospect coming out, and he's a big. Yeah, I'm split. I, it, I think it's one of those two guys. I'll, I'm going to go with Aiden actually. I'm going to go Aiden instead of Cunningham.
2: Okay, I'll go K3 and then I'll go Aiden just because uh, with Aiden, and, and I don't want to take anything away from Aiden because I think this year especially showed that he at least deserved to be number one. Um, it's just unfortunate that with Luca, like Luka's Luca, and even with, if we throw Trey Young in there, you know, between the trade between uh, Trey and Luca. Like a lot of people want to show that those teams that didn't pick Luca was like in a negative, but I think all of those three teams, we look at uh, the Suns, the Mavericks and the Hawks, like they all benefited from it years later. They were able to see their, their return on investment, it's especially this early. It's only been two or three years for them all three to be high level players. Um, I, I think that's just a testament to how good all three of those guys were as prospects in respect to their, the teams that drafted them. Right. Maybe it's uh, just one of
1: the rare cases where they got it right. Cause yeah. is Luca yeah. going to be doing Lucas stuff with Devin Booker on his team? I, I kind of think that's a little far, like a far gone conclusion because right. Booker's really good. Trey Young mm-hmm. with Booker. Yeah. Booker's really good. So, right. and I've always thought this, Big guys are always going to be a little overdrafted. Right. It's hard to mm-hmm. find big guys. We've all yeah. seen it too many times. Uh, most of the big draft busts in history are big guys. Greg yeah. Oden, Michael Ola uh Sam Bowie. I mean, I could keep yeah. going, but um, yeah, whether it, who was the guy for the Grizzlies? Or, or not. Yeah. Who was the big guy for the Grizzlies who couldn't play dead? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, Paint um, <laughs> the Beat. Yeah. She's the Beat. Machine the Dream. Yeah. There's <laughs> another one. Shout out to him still in the G League. But uh, that's just what the case is. So then we're left with Edwards or Fultz. I'm going to go Edwards over Fultz. And maybe that's just me knowing how his shoulder is. I just think Edwards is better than Fultz coming out.
2: Yeah. Not as polished,
1: but you could – like Edwards has something tantalizing, like athleticism. Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: hard with Edwards, like I said, because of the whole COVID thing that that's where it really throws it off because we didn't see much from those prospects but uh yeah DeAndre A and I completely I, I will go A and over K just because of the whole big man you know situation but um it's it sounds like you guys are set on Cade's the best prospect is there any Mobley in there is there any Jalen Green like Cade's your your guy's number one guy
2: I think this, go ahead, Wayne. I'll let Wayne take it. No. Okay. My bad. Um, But I think if you're the Pistons, given the position that you're in, you're still in that rebuilding process. Um, I just think with the way the the game is being played now, it's good to have a guard that can carry a workload for you. Um, And we we all know these days, guards have very high usage rates. um, And I don't think that. Kate is going to be a player that shies away from that. And also, too, you can have him play off the ball as well. So even though they drafted Killing Hayes uh, last year, um, the international kid, who I also thought last year was really good, um, he just was going to need some time to kind of grow into that NBA type of guard. I think K comes in, takes a lot of pressure off of him, as well as taking a lot of pressure off Jeremy Grant to have to create a lot. And I think he is able to – Kind of settle Detroit in, and uh, maybe I mean I'm not saying they're gonna come back and be like the Bad Boys or be like the (laughs) the the Chauncey Billups Pistons or anything like that. But I think it makes them interesting. Um, I would be very surprised if they trade the number one pick um, because I I don't know like they're in a they're in a weird situation. Like I, I don't think that Mobley or Green at one is terrible but i just don't think i don't see them affecting the game in the same ways as uh cunningham can do like maybe like right out the gate yeah
0: well we've just seen it with the finals uh with with Giannis, mm-hmm. and i'm not saying kate cunningham's like Giannis, but in a sense where a guy that's six eight you know forward guy that can handle the ball i feel like that's just valuable off bat right there because the league is just going towards that it's 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 big guys who can who can dominate like that. Everyone's trying to find the next KD or, you know, big six, eight LeBron type dude. And Cade Cunningham, he he doesn't have the body for it as far as like, you know, muscle wise. But as far as like skill wise, he he can play make. He can shoot. He can take it to the basket. As far as what I can see. I mean, the guys, the guys, the whole package. Max, what do you think?
1: You guys both hit it on the head. It's they're looking for big playmakers. Uh, Chris Paul, we kind of saw him wear down in the finals. You don't got to worry about that when it's a 6'8, 225, 230 pound guy. Uh, I just wanted to ask Wayne, what's your last name again, bro? Is my last name's coming out yesterday. Okay. <laughs> okay. So okay. So, yeah, I'm, i just I'm wanted to let everybody know. So going Wayne's on. going to claim like
2: <laughs> yeah. My, my uh, cousin's twice removed on my mom's side. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. So, we all know Wayne's not – so, we already know Wayne can't be trusted, right? So, uh, you honestly, guys hit it both on the head. You guys both got it right. Big yeah. playmaker. He's a home run. That's what I think it comes down to. Really? Uh, I think he's a home run pick. Like, I, mean, I know we had Ben Simmons as the second guy. Yeah. Cade has less question marks than Ben Simmons than coming out. A lot of those guys did. Well,
0: what are what are some of the question marks? I'm kind of curious what, what you guys think. Like, what are some of his cons?
2: Um, I think for Cade – um I think the the biggest thing for me as a uh as a guard transition to the nBA is are you going to be able to shoot the ball consistently from the the three point line since the game is playing with more pace and space um and I think that one, he's already coming in with a pretty polished shooting mechanics, but i I mean I'm always down for somebody becoming a better shooter. Um, and so that's not, not to say that he can't shoot. He shot like over 40% from three this year. Um, but let's wait and see how that translates. Um, I know some places, uh, like the ringer, we're comparing them to like the SGA from OKC, yeah. um, which Who do you compare I do definitely to? see. Um, I think that's somebody that I will compare it to like a SGA. Um, uh, I was talking to my buddy and, uh, he kind of compared, which I thought was weird at first, but um, he just played for the Warriors. He ended up finishing his career with the Warriors. Sean Livingston. He compared him to Sean Livingston, like early career, like pre-injury Sean Livingston. And I had to go back because at first I was like, that's kind of weird, but let me go back and watch Sean Livingston and see what, like, because Sean Livingston kind of fits that frame. Like was a guard, could post mid-post very well. Um I still think mechanics wise K might be uh, projecting like a better um, shooting percentages, like as the years go forward right. uh, for him. Um, but I think the, um, the, the cons would just be to um, make sure that um, definitely to improve the shooting stroke. Um, also turnovers, I think. Um, yeah. Because I had a – he was – I think he averaged like four turnovers. Yeah, know, think, four exactly. Year. That's like one of my four, cons yeah. too.
1: It's just taking care of the ball.
2: Uh, mm-hmm.
1: Another one I, I'm really nitp- – I thought it was a lot of nitpicky stuff with Kate Cunningham. It wasn't anything yeah. like, oh, he can't shoot the ball or uh, he lack of length or something. I put – he's not an athletic freak, which is – he's a really yeah. good athlete. Really good. Yeah. But he's not yeah, – He, he He's not Jalen he, Green. I think Jalen no, Green. No, yeah. yeah. not yeah. Jalen Green. Or the kid from Tennessee. Uh, not uh, oh man, what's the name? Keon oh, Johnson. Keon Johnson. Yeah, yeah exactly. those guys are freaks. Yeah, like exactly. freaks in nature. I get what you're saying. And then I just put, I don't think he's gonna be the t- he's not gonna be Luca. I don't think. I don't think he can score 30 a game. Mm. I think he's 20 with like like high 20s, but I don't think he's ever gonna be one of the best scores in the NBA. But it doesn't matter. It's really it's not like it's nitpicky shit. Mm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? He's yeah. one of the rare guys. Like Ben Simmons coming out, it was like, oh shit, can this guy shoot? Mm-hmm. Will you ever get better at it? What? Uh, what's like your player said, comp? For me, yeah. I had a, I had like a troublesome. One. I went like Harrison Barnes with a really good, like I put playmaking <laughs> Harrison Barnes. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like I, I wasn't sure what to put for Cade, yeah, because you know, he was kind of too small for everyone I wanted to compare him to. So I picked Harrison Barnes just because of similar physical traits. Like Harrison Barnes back in the day could get up there, but mm. Cade's not stiff; he's fluid.
0: Yeah, fluid as hell. Like he's a playmaker. Uh, I really like the body type with Sean Livingston. Like how they're like kind of long. I don't know about yeah. their game. Uh, I I just think Sean yeah, Livingston here. was a little bit more polished. But then again, we're we're what what pops in my head is like Golden State Sean Livingston, and that's like NBA vet. <laughs> like that's way later, you know.
2: Yeah, posting like up really little to, guards.
0: Yeah, you really have to go back in time and when he first yeah, like came clippers out.
2: <laughs> clippers uh sean living said like he was he definitely did more back then so i was like one of my friends said that i was like okay like that's interesting that's something that i'm someone that i would have never thought to compare him to and i think that that's what i like to try to do sometimes you know not pick like the most like paul george yeah, yeah he's paul george and, you know, oh, nice and I, yeah yeah
1: um, every there's one prospect every year that like gets considered to Paul George. There's always one. Like Cam Reddish was Paul George. Yeah. Every every three in these really- ceilings, Paul George. Right. I don't understand right. that. Right. And it, it's
0: right. it's mainly because like Paul George was so raw coming out. So like everyone expects a player to develop like him. And it's like, no, not every guy's like that. Not every guy's the same. But uh last question about Kate Cunningham. So yeah what's his ceiling is it all-star is it just like a premier scorer is it you know somewhere crazy like a hall of famer is it like is he the guy on the team whatever you want to put it under like what's his ceiling as a player
2: Ooh,
1: um i mean we all know how easy cause... it is to make all-stars these days
2: <laughs> Yeah, i would, so I would I, say I,
1: franchise cornerstone
2: franchise cornerstone guy Yeah, I I think if if we're looking at it, you know, what could he be for a team like Detroit? I think, you know, Detroit takes him and tries to um, go as far as he can take them. Um, Now, is that for them, I think Detroit just kind of wants to get back into like the playoffs because we don't know how long it's been since Detroit's won a playoff series. And I definitely don't think that he's the type of player to turn them around in one year. You know, who knows? Maybe we'll see. But I think they they are between him and maybe like another piece or two away from like getting that um, getting that franchise back on track into into a more winning uh, uh, atmosphere. So. Yeah,
0: definitely. Like they're they're another draft away, even by drafting Cunningham, because I right. as good as I think he is, and I think everyone that's here think he is. I don't think he's as good to the point where they're just. Culture change
1: and playoffs next year. I don't see right, that. Right. Like they still need pieces around him. He's whatever under transcendent is. He's not transcendent, but he's like he's under that tier. So he's like really, 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 really good. Edwards? I don't know. I don't... What'd you say?
0: Like your projection for Edwards? Yeah, I go with that. I like it. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it kind of is. I
1: mean,
2: <laughs> I think the best for Edwards, I feel like, is like another like D Wade, like if if he gets to go on offensively, like I don't think I think obviously D Wade's a better shooter, um, and was always a better shooter. Um, but I don't think Edwards played bad his rookie year. I think he kind of faced those similar uh, growing pains like Trey Young did like in the beginning, the they kind of struggled early on. No. And then once the second half of the year hit, you saw that they really tried to get their stride and a lot of they had a lot of big moments, and I think Edwards is a walking highlight reel. Anytime he touches the court, and he showed that a lot this, this past year. So, yeah,
1: I can't comment on Edwards right now because <laughs> <laughs> we have a pending investigation about Sneak, Edwards out.
0: Yeah, a little uh, stay tuned. That's all we got. Yeah, say. Stay tuned I, I can't talk about Edwards
1: right now. Um, Sorry,
0: Wayne. So second prospect, um, Mobley, and debatably Jalen Green. I think undoubtedly those are the three best prospects in the draft. So it's Cunningham, Green, and Mobley. In agreement?
2: Yeah, I can agree with that. You can um I don't think the Rockets should take Mobley at two. <laughs> That's just my opinion. Because they already have Christian Wood. Like, why'd you pick Christian Wood because you're gonna take Mobley? If I mean, I don't know. I don't think I wouldn't be surprised if they took Mowgli at two. But if you're trying to find that shooting guard to replace the production of possibly James Harden, it would be Green and for the Rockets if you're just trying to kind of swing for the fences. Not to say that Green is a uh, like a risky pick or anything like that. I think his experience in the G League really helped him um, just from like a professional standpoint, like – getting access to NBA level spacing early, what defenses are going to look like. Um, I think that can only help a player. Um, his age is um, only 19. And I think for Green, you just have to get bigger. He's 6'5", 165. Like I'm six foot and I weigh like <laughs> 180 almost. So for him to be five inches taller than me and weigh less, I think that you're obviously going to have to um, – Obviously, put on more weight, which
0: you will. Um, but yeah. Max, tell me a little bit about Mobley.
2: I think Mobley's the second best player in this
1: draft. Maybe that's just me always liking big men like that. I, I really don't have, whatever. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> you got me. Look, the, I don't, again, with both these guys, I'm going to be nitpicky, right? Mm-hmm. Same thing like Jalen Green. You can't be six, seven feet tall and weigh 215. I, that's too light. Uh a little light in the ass. Definitely, he—he kind of Kyle Pittsish. He's a little light in the ass, but I don't really see him. I don't really see any huge negative with him. It's really, really good. Mm-hmm. He's got two-way ability. He's got really good athleticism, like I said with Cade, but not a—he's not a freak. Mm-hmm. He's really raw, and I just think he needs to just play the game more, and he'll be fine. Like he's good to go. Yeah, I don't really see anything. He can be a three and D guy. He shot 30% from three, but I don't really, I'm not under the influence that like big men always have to shoot three. You don't have to be amazing shooting. Yeah, three. Me either. We I mean, I like sure. his game
0: though. I like his game. I feel like he's, he's a big man that's under control. I think mean, that's what I try to look at. Like he has control. Yeah, he has the definitely. jump hook. He has, you know, the aggressiveness to like dunk it down on someone. And then of course, like he can handle the ball a little bit. He can shoot like, like, like Max said, like the NBA is always looking for big man who can just have control basically. And um he he's one of my he, I think he's my favorite player in this draft. I know Cade is better, and I would admit that Kate Kate is better in my opinion. But as far as favorite, I like Mobley a whole lot. Maybe it's because he's from USC. And <laughs> you know, they're 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 the backyard right here where I live. But seven four wingspan, like you said, 19 years old, seven footer. And he can do a little bit of everything. And with Mobley, the one thing that scares me is there's a guy named Mo Bamba that came out. And he's kind of long like him. So just a little bit of me is scared. And I know we shouldn't think of that. We shouldn't think of that because him and and Mo Bamba are nowhere the same as far as player-wise. But kind of like... The the body type, you would say it's it's Mobamba,
1: unless Evan Mobley has a hit song named after him. I'm not worried at all. <laughs> <laughs> Highlight of Mobamba, yeah, that's where the, the downfall. What if what if the
0: magic draft this guy? How scared would you be?
1: You not no, he's not making it there. Don't worry, he's, not, he's, <laughs> he's, he's, gonna, gonna, he's gonna be magic trade up.
0: It. You never know, bro. Did, I'll be scared this, for his
1: life. I'll be like, don't, 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 fuck honestly, up a lot man. of this stuff we're talking <laughs> about him. Was talked about Wendell Carter about the two way ability, the shot yeah. blocking, the athleticism. Mm, he's yeah. he's better Wendell Carter to me. He's better Miles Turner. Right, I don't right. think he's the big question for me. And it's really one we're gonna have to look at a couple years down the road. His movement's really good, but he's two fifteen. So if we get him up to two fifty five, what's going to happen to that movement? Right. It, that's a huge question mark because he can't play Joel Embiid right now. He'll get eight and up. Eating up. Why did I say Aiden? I'm sorry. Aiden up, no pun intended. Yeah, if he plays DeAndre Aiden, <laughs> he'll get Aiden up. I'm just saying, like, if he yeah. had DeAndre Aiden's frame, he'd be the number one pick in the draft. There's yeah. no question. Yeah. Like, Aiden looked a, like a Greek god coming out. And I this mean, guy looks like he still needs to grow into his body a little bit. Like, fill out.
0: Some people are are having, you know, having him at the number one spot. Are people crazy for that? I don't think so. I don't he's think it's out of this himself. universe.
1: No, he's a big. Bigs are always overvalued. And I think the gap between Cade and Jalen is closer than Evan Mobley in the next big. He's by far the best big in this draft. Yeah, yeah.
0: And we'll get a little bit more into the depth of this draft, just in general. I know you're talking about the bigs not having depth, but this this draft is deep. Uh, Jalen Green, uh, tell me a little bit about Jalen Green, guys. When go ahead and go first, bro. Yeah, um, I said with
2: with Jalen Green, you you have a guard that's. Really going to um, as as soon as you watch him play, you see him catch his first lob or get out in open court and go for for that dunk. I think he, he just has that potential wow factor to him. Like I wouldn't be surprised if he's like in the dunk contest this year or something like that. Like I think he kind of has that that showmanship to his game. He got he kind of plays this kind of swagger, little chip on his shoulder, um, that he's not afraid to go out and, and play, and um, I, I don't think he's afraid to really, um, you know, possibly kill or anything like that. Like, he just wants to go out and play, and um, I, I think that's what makes him good. Um, his shooting ability, I think, is can easily translate um, to the next level. I think he's always been a great shooter, dating back to high school. I've, this just someone that I've watched since their, like, sophomore or junior year um in high school rather so i was not surprised to see i i feel like kind of early on he'd be a type of player to try like an overseas route or some route outside of college mm-hmm. yeah, um i, I kind of got that feeling of, from him early um but with him going to to houston i think that just get if john wall stays that just gives him another person that can create on the perimeter um i think his uh a couple of Minus is is, this could be decision making just because he's a young player um, learning how to change pace because I think he plays one speed right now, which is great. Like he's going to play intense and get above the rim and catch lobs and stuff like that or pull up in your face. But I think what uh, will make a player like him even better is like he kind of has that like change of pace, slow down, speed up, get to his spots. Um, especially like if he's shooting well and he opens up the court, more people are going to step up more and guard him early. Yeah. You know, he, he's a decent enough ball handler to make a quick move, get to like a pull-up jumper, or go all the way to the rim. So.
0: Max, tell me about the athletic freak and Jalen Green. What's your thoughts
1: on him? First step is outrageous. He gets by people. People right now are kind of playing him to drive. And it doesn't matter. He still gets around them. And he wasn't yeah. playing college because he's playing grown-ass men. Mm-hmm. I like Jalen Green a lot. And I'm not going to go into the everything we've heard about him. He's really good. Guys say he's got it down. I don't know that. Mm-hmm. I, I wasn't there with him. He could be putting up a facade. I doubt that. But I'm just going to go off what I see in the film. And it, like you said, it's freaky. Headed, yeah. Head near the rim. Lob threat. I like the kid a lot. I'm a little worried, like Wayne said, about decision-making and maybe playing. I think the playmaking is going to be the last thing to come. I, I like the fit in Houston with John Wall, where he doesn't really have to do a lot of playmaking if he can figure out his offense early. There's a lot to like about him. And I think it's a huge leap between him and Jalen Suggs as the next guard.
2: Really? I don't think
1: Jalen Suggs is my next guard. Really? And I'm only, I'm only transitioning to Jalen Suggs because I've heard so much talk about how he's better than this guy. I don't see it. And in my player conference, everything Ben Macklemore shouldn't have been. I'm going to go revisit that Ben McLemore. Jalen Green? Well. Yeah. yeah. I, I, dude, I'm so pissed off about Ben <laughs> <Macklemore>. I <laughs> staked my reputation on him. My man college. Wayne was there. I heard about that. Yeah. The and one I thing that's good. He, on him.
0: The good news about Jalen Green is that his prototype, they grow on trees in the NBA. It seems like every point guard in the NBA with the – With the Damian Lillards and the Russell Westbrooks and John Walls, like all these guys are just scores, really. That are they're like they're twos playing at the one. And that's how I kind of see Jalen Green. If you're looking for this guy to run a you know the Chris Paul row and run your offense, it's not gonna happen. I don't see that, at least coming out to start. Can he develop into that? Yeah, but He's a scorer, bro. He's an athletic freak. He's probably the best finisher I've seen. I think he's better than Kate Cunningham. The way that he can finish and all the acrobat shit that he has, like the dude got, uh acrobat on Hall of Fame, Kyrie Irving layups. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it is. Like, it's amazing to see.
1: I really liked what Wayne said about he needs to learn to change speeds, and it's just going to make him harder to guard. And I don't think anyone's really talked about that. Because so many times when we see these freaky guys, we're just like, we need you to get downhill. Yeah. And I like how Wayne kind of went against, like, the grain right there, and he's just like, hey, you need to slow down so you can speed up. I know it sounds counterintuitive, kind of but sometimes you got to take a step back before you can take a step forward. Yeah. yeah.
0: A little bit of – does he remind you anywhere close? Not his whole game, but as far as taking it to the basket, a little bit of John Morant.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm not uh, – I'm actually not against that – Um. I think that um, I guess, and I know you said some things about uh, this guy before Juan. That I heard on previous podcast, but I, I do see a little bit of Zach Levine in him, mm. just from like an athleticism standpoint. And uh, I mean, I know with with Zach, he's he's putting up numbers and the Bulls haven't been great it hurts my heart because that's my team <laughs> but I, I do are, are think-
1: we sure zach levine's a good athlete i, I understand he can jump i'm Ooh, very aware yeah. that he can jump mm-hmm. but last time i checked athleticism is not jumping only so are I, when i
2: say athleticism I, i'm talking about is his leap in a I, I think that, okay no, no you know, I'm, I'm just comparing I'm just questioning about to, zach levine
1: yeah. I, it's just a yeah, question about no, you because I swear anytime Gerald green, best athlete in the world. So you can jump high. That's not athleticism to me. It's like, yeah, you can jump high. That's good, but you're not strong. You're not fast. You can't really yeah. move laterally. And I think Jalen green's better as Zach Levine than all those, but like I got, like you said, you're in the leaping ability. You're right on, right on track man. Yeah. I feel like he gets up
2: quicker though. Zach Levine glides. This one yeah. just gets up. Yeah. He's a, he's a, like, a little bit more explosion to him. So I, I have that calm just because, um, I, I don't think Zach was a bad shooter coming out of college, um, but I do think Jalen just already may be a little bit better. But I think there is, like, that change of pace adding to his game would separate him from being, like, a Zach Levine to, like, a more athletic, like, Bradley Beal. Or, like, I think the lower end of, uh, of what Jalen Green could be would be, like, Malik Monk, someone who's actually really athletic He'd be taller. I think they're either taller the same height as, as Malik Monk. But um, I think those are, like, the three different stages that we could see of Jalen Green. Like, if he's just okay, he could be Malik Monk, you know, a step above that. Like, as his scoring ability, you know, grows and things like that, he sees that some shades of Zach Levine. And then I think the highest, you know, will possibly be, like, a Brad Beal if, if we're really trying to break him down a little bit. So, yeah.
0: I would say if I had to put money on anyone having success right out the gates, it would be Jalen green just because I mean, the NBA is full of guys like him. So the yeah. game is not going to really like be so like different of what he's trying to do. In my opinion, it's just, I know Kate is better, but as far as like success out the gates, I, I wouldn't be surprised if Jalen just starts off hot.
1: You see him all over house of highlights and shit like that. <laughs> right. right. You mean house of LaMelo ball? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, basically.
0: Um, what about biggest boom or bust prospect in this draft?
2: I think Max has somebody in mind first. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude, come on. I'm a nice guy. Kaminga.
0: Okay. <laughs> teammate. Either. So Jalen Green's teammate.
1: Uh, dude, I like Kaminga. Yeah. I think he's going to boom. But. And <laughs> I, I But. <laughs> That man, you know, scared money don't make money, and I'm not in the business of not making money. So, I mean, I might lose my house, but I might get a bigger house. That's <laughs> Kaminga, dude. I like what i seen. Like, he he put up good stats. I don't really give a shit about the stats. So, Kaminga, he's really raw, right? That's, that's what I got. It's, like, my first one. It's raw. Raw athleticism. It's frame. It's 6'6", got 6'9", arms, 210. It's not really what you want. Like, he's going to develop, right? It's all about the jump shot with this dude. Everyone's going to talk about it. it's about his jump shot. It's about his jump shot. If I'm the Raptors of four, and I'm like, we're a good team, but if we're going to be great, we need to hit this out of the park. I'd consider Kaminga. It's a risk, no doubt. You might go homeless, Nick Nurse. You might lose your job. Masai Ujiri. Masai Ujiri wants to leave anyway. Just go ahead and he take likes a risk risking on the it for the biscuit, dog. Exactly. He likes True. that shit. It, like sometimes he just goes to the hole and he's like, I don't even care. I'm not going to pass. He kind of reminds me of Pascal Siakam just a little bit. No, spin really rough. No, yeah, he doesn't have the go-to spin. The only spin move that <laughs> I've ever seen Pascal Siakam. I like him. There's two schools of thought. It's either you like Kaminga, you hate him. You're either losing your house like
0: or you're being
1: homeless. No, there's, no, you're either going <laughs> to get a bigger house. Or I try to homeless. trick
0: you. I try to trick you. Oh, you either okay. got a mansion or you're going to be homeless.
1: Yeah. So Wayne, are you?
2: Which school are you in on Kaminga? Man, um, I feel like when it comes to younger prospects, like there's always so much room for improvement. Like this kid's 18. You have an 18-year-old that's 6'8", 220. Um, You know, there is a lot of molding there that can take place, depending on who drafts and where he goes. Um, Some places have the magic taking him at five. I don't know how I feel about that. (laughs) Jeez, that's high. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, oh, like either I, I can definitely see him going four, five, six, or seven because I see him in other places going at seven to Golden State. Um, goes oh, Golden man. State, all about actually, the environment. Yeah, yeah. It, like between Toronto, Orlando, OKC, and Golden State, it's just like pick where you would want a player like that to grow and develop. Mm. So it's like you go to Golden State and you have them around somebody like Draymond, you know, and, and I think a, a con for him would probably be like defensive intensity because like what 18 year old kid that's going to the NBA is like trying to hang their head on defense. There's not too many. <laughs> it's like none of them. Right. I'm not saying that like, you know, young like young I say don't play defense, but like the that's normally like the second thing that we look at, right? Like can this dude play ball? Normally play ball means can he score the basketball which I think he can definitely do with the best of them. he did, average 15. I know we're not too high into the numbers, but averaging 15 isn't easy to do in mm. in any type of league. On a um, team with so Jalen Green. Yeah, on a team with Jalen Green as well, and they had other uh, potential NBA picks as well, like Isaiah Todd and Deshaun Nix and other you know Jack. Oh, wait. Yeah. <laughs> Amir Johnson. Uh. <laughs> big Amir Johnson. But
1: you said it right, Wayne. And yeah. Yeah. He, It's not like he's got a lot of skills. And I don't mean that negatively. I mean that positively. Like I said, the dude is raw. And if you're yeah. going to get 15 a game and you really can't do much, that's a good sign in some people's minds. I, to me, that's good. Like, I saw yeah. flashes of a lot of crap. I saw some ball handling. I saw some finishing. I saw some playmaking. It's all about like you said, where he goes, if they want this guy to be a franchise-changing guy, I don't see that. But can he yeah. be a second guy or a third guy? I think so. If he goes to Golden State, this guy's going to be good. I don't think he'll bust out. Thank God Sacramento's not picking high. This is <laughs> no, a Sacramento yeah. pick yeah. called Thomas Robinson. However, Willie Collins signed type pick. Could...
2: Who knows? He might fall to nine in Sacramento. Don't no. take him at nine. <laughs> Don't
1: take However, him. However,
0: Detroit's still picking. I'm just gonna say that. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. they're picking nine. But um, so yeah. that's your boomer bust, uh, Wayne. The same thing as as Max.
2: Yeah, I will also go with. Uh, I was a little with yeah, a guard Camiga. too. I I think I think Jalen Suggs can be up there, uh, as what? well as yeah. What I, are you I'm, serious? I'm gonna get into that. I'm, I'm gonna get into that in a second. No, and, no, I don't um, think you're
1: crazy. I'm just, I'm just crazy. I'm just so glad someone sees something because I've always seen this guy's safest pick on his rap. He's gonna be so good. Wow. Which I just don't understand. I was hoping you were I, gonna say your boy, uh, Scotty Barnes, Patrick Williams Jr.
2: <laughs> yeah. Um, I think Scotty Barnes is is a possible two. Um, both of them, I'm seeing them kind of like in that four, five, six range, um, which I don't think is a bad calling place for either the two of them. I just think that the way that they play the game, I don't think they're bad players or bad prospects. I just think that it's just like we are just talking about environment and how the way they play meshes with um, who's around them. So like draft.net has them, has Scotty Barnes at five, going to Orlando. So you have another six nine small four, power four that doesn't really have a position in Orlando that's like charlotte back in the day picking forwards every single draft (laughs) just because they were you know because they kind of fit the mold like they were the best available and i think that if Orlando picks scotty barnes at five that's probably like their best available pick or something like that because i I don't know now granted i think scotty barnes definitely fits that point forward mold i was just watching some more video on him earlier today and he's he's gonna get it off the rim and he's going to take it and make a play. And I think that's something that stands out the most about him. Um, I think defensively, he can be very good as well. Um, And I would hope that – I wouldn't be surprised if he falls to, let's say, if he falls to seven. If he goes from five to seven, depending on what other prospects – ranked to other teams. So if he falls to seven and you have Scotty Barnes with a little bit more polish to him than Kaminga, and you have Scotty Barnes with Draymond. I don't think that's a bad mix. either. I think that um, the way that a team like Golden State develops their players, it's it's proven that they're going to take something and, and can make gold out of it. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised. Um, and I, th- I think that's the – that's the same process for like Suggs. Like some people haven't gone to Toronto. I think Toronto definitely picks him if uh, they know Kyle Lapp is not there. Um, which is however, probably not. He's not going to be there, <laughs> right? Yeah. But if if I'm Toronto, I'm putting my my more money on Fred to Fred Van Vliet to to lead the team rather than Suggs. Like, do you just bring Suggs in and have him kind of mirror? That uh, Fred and Fred, because Fred's going to get paid if he hadn't been paid already I think Um, and Fred is definitely the future of that Toronto team so where does Suggs fit in? Um, I don't see Suggs falling to Orlando or OKC because both of those teams pretty much have young point guards like uh, what's the the guy's uh, son? That just got drafted to Orlando. They didn't know for oh, Carolina. Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony. Yeah, Cole, Cole Anthony. And, uh, I like Anthony, how you have an SGA and uh, a... Uh, uh, Stop.
1: Yeah. They Cole do. Anthony, I mean, they bait him. SGA you, and, uh, you hated Markel since I liked him. So, also, I like how Wayne showed no love to Pascal Siakam on the Raptors, but that's cool. Uh, but, so, I, so safe like to Pascal, say?
2: like after he got paid, like, I don't know, he, he wasn't doing the same yeah, <laughs> no, that don't hit
0: the same.
1: Yeah, ever since yeah. that boy got paid that money,
0: uh, yeah. So safe to say, Scotty Barnes is your sleeper then, Dwayne, in the draft. Yes, yeah, yeah.
2: so I think he can be. Yeah, uh, that or I have another one. Uh, he's been kind of he's going to definitely be up and down on draft boards, but I would be surprised Ooh. if uh the Sharif Cooper from Auburn, he sometimes makes a name for himself. Um, he ain't bad. I, I
1: like him, bro. He, if you see him
2: play, like he's a diff, like in. He's only played 12 games this past year uh, in college, and that was due to one COVID, you know, it being a COVID season, but also too like you know how the NCA does with like ineligibility or you know, oh, trying right. to make sure that he's, love, he's eligible, so he didn't play up the season, shit like that. Yeah, so you have this kid who was, if you watch that Auburn team without him compared to when he first got there, it was like a night and day difference. He took that offense by the reins and, like, turned them into a different team. Now, granted, they still didn't go to the tournament, but they were significantly better with him. And I, I really like to see pointers that do that. And so he did. It's definitely something that comes across and works like his jumper. Um, for him to be that small, like kind of in that Chris Paul range, you're going to have to be able to to knock that three-point down consistently now in today's game. Also, too, like, he's not the same type of defender as Chris Paul either. But neither is Trey Young. So um, I think that someone like him can definitely survive and play this league. But as a floor general and playmaker, he's definitely one of the best that I've seen in this draft from the guard position. Like, if you just see him in the open court, he's always looking for um, passing up the floor in pick and roll situations. Even though he's small, he's somehow always able to hit, like, a – Break down his first defender, get to the team of the defense and throw a lob to, you know, the the weak side guy. Um so I think that he's definitely uh, he would definitely be somebody that surprised you if you see uh him kind of making the team. Right now yeah, I'm showing him like in the second round, but um this is my personal uh, really sleeper pick. Wow. Yeah. I thought i have him higher on my board.
1: I like him. He's my sleeper too. I yeah. really like what he brought. I I seen some Trey Young yeah. to his game. I seen some Jordan Clarkson to his game. I liked him as like a passing Jordan, like a passing Jordan Clarkson yeah. type guy. Mm, I think he right. needs to fine tune the balance of scoring and like passing, but he's 19. Like that's, that's really critical to ask of a kid. And especially when he's the best player on the team in Auburn. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Shout out to Auburn, bro. Uh, War War Eagle. right? That's <laughs> name. So h- how yeah, deep it is this draft?
0: I mean, you guys are talking about all these uh, sleepers and boomer bus guys. Like is this one of the deepest drafts in the last we'll say what three years, five
1: years even? I don't I don't think there's a lot of stars, but I think there's gonna be a lot of good players. And I think last year kind of it was some, there was some there's a few good players, but this this draft has top tier talent plus like a deepness of like role players. Yeah. Last year's tier talent was question marks. Yeah, question you, mark.
0: yeah. Usually the draft ends at about four or three. Like that's all you're gonna get. <laughs> sounds like yeah. this year, like you can get a a really solid player and after the lottery picks.
2: Yeah, you can get like a there's some people that I know at like in the 20s, um, who I can see becoming like decent role guys. There's like I said with um Sharif Cooper, um, some places have him like at 15, like the Ringers shows him at like 15, whereas draft.net has him at 36. So I just think that kind of shows like exactly. what uh, what type of draft it is. Um, another guy a lot of people don't know, um, he used to be the number one big man in high school, Charles Basie uh, from Western Kentucky. So he is definitely someone who could have went to a North Carolina or Duke or whatever. And I definitely think he would have been a lottery pick for now, but he's, he's a junior coming out. But if you see and watch him play, pull him up on YouTube, watch him. Like – I don't even know how many blocks he averaged, but he's a great defender. He can definitely step out, and um, they kind of used him a little bit more this year as a pick-and-pop three-point shooter, so a lot of his uh, threes came around the top of the key or in that, like, top kind of wing area. Um, But he can knock it down. Like, if you're not out there guarding him, he's capable. And for him to be, like, listed, like, in the 30s or, like, second round, like, I think that's crazy because he's definitely one of the best big men that's not being talked about. Yeah. Wayne, if you, you said he's got shot blocking, I watched
1: a little of him, and it's only because I've known you've talked about him. Yeah. I saw three-point shooting and rim protection. What else do you mm-hmm. need to have? That's all they um, want the big men to do now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm saying as a positive, it, and it's a positive. And at least like, be able you, to
2: switch to a little bit, and I think that he can do that. Um, maybe be a roller too. two. Yeah. He's definitely a roller. He can just throw it up. A lot of clips that I've seen, like if they're throwing it up around the rim, he's finishing those plays. He finished like 68% or something crazy like that field goal was like around the basket. So maybe uh, he's one of the like guys who's a surprise guy who goes kind of early.
1: Yeah. I wouldn't fault them for doing that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But That's going to do it for this episode, guys. Uh, We're going to be doing a part one and a part two. So part one, we did a little bit of prospect talks, you know, Cade and Mobley and Green, they deserve to get talked about a little bit more than than we're going to do on the mock draft. All right. So part two, we're going to do a mock draft. I'm not going to be part of it. Wayne and Max are going to do it. I'm going to be let's the narrator go. of it. No one. <laughs>
1: go on. Max but... and Wayne cast today, boy. Let's go. <laughs> All
2: right. Go.
0: Well, well, after this, we'll decide who has number one pick. But uh thanks again for watching. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button. Smash that like button. Comment down below. Who do you guys think is the sleeper in this draft? Who's the boomer bus? Is K Cunningham trash? Is Jalen Green good? Whatever prospect talk that you want to comment down below go ahead and write it bro we don't mind we'll go back at it uh spotify users google podcast apple podcast subscribe go ahead and follow us five star rate us social media don't forget to follow us on there too we're on there too max and juan cast underscore all that good stuff bro but until next time i'm out see you guys in the part two for the mock draft
1: Spoiler, I have the number one pick.